Good morning, good morning, good morning, or afternoon, or evening, or middle of the night. I, I don't know when you listen to this podcast. Hey, what's up, everyone, and thanks for joining me for another episode of How I Got Tinnitus. My name's JD, and, um... Well, it's a beautiful summer. Is it summer yet? Pre-summer day? Summer. It's early summer. It's warm. It's warm out. Stuff's happening. Pollen's everywhere. My nose has been stuffed up like crazy. I uh, did one of those nasal spray thingies to open it up the other day. And I was thinking about how... uh, Have you ever read anything about nasal sprays helping you with your tinnitus? I know my aunt says she takes a prescription nasal spray for her Meniere's disease, and she says it helps her with her tinnitus. Whenever I take them, it doesn't really help me too much. Curious. Um, Yeah, so been doing lots of yard work kind of stuff, getting out in a boot, and... uh, Man, and what a difference the sunshine makes. Winter, huh? It gets a little rough. SADS, Seasonal Affective Depression Syndrome. I wonder if this last winter uh, did a number on me. Anyway, hope y'all are doing good. Today on the show, we've got my old friend and co-worker, or should I say friend and old co-worker. He, well, not old. Former co-worker, friend and former co-worker, Eric, on the show. Eric is, uh, well, I, I don't think, it, like, like a lot of people, you can't really like put him into a box here. But Eric and I got along uh, when we were working the same job together. We always found ourselves comparing notes about the bands we listened to. He has a really cool taste in music. I remember one day at work, someone passed him the ox, and he put on this album, New Age Loon, which was all this instrumental New Age music with the sounds of loons honking and hooting over. The music is pretty, uh, it was something, I'll tell you what. Uh, But yeah, Eric and I always had a good time chatting about music and little perspective things we had about the world going on. Uh, Really interesting guy. Uh, But I was kind of surprised recently when I was fishing out in the world for stories about folks and their tinnitus. And Eric, of all people, reached out to me and he said, hey, I've got tinnitus. And uh, I I was a little surprised because I know, I, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of my damage came from loud music, right? Uh, I know Eric was in some pop-punk bands, and he went to a bunch of shows when he was younger, but he always seemed to be, in my eyes, like the, the type to have a, a good sense of when to leave the room when it was too loud and everything. And it sounds like he does, but uh, unfortunately he had an incident that, that pushed him over the edge. Or, well, I'm going to stop putting words in, uh, into his story here. But uh, needless to say, Eric's here with us today and he's going to tell us his story. He had some really cool perspectives about meditation 
and tinnitus. I know I've talked about meditation and tinnitus before. Uh, I know it can seem like weird, especially when you're really struggling with something. Having to do work to fix it can seem like really rough, really challenging sometimes. I know days when I'm feeling really lazy and blech, and I know that a good workout, like some 30 or 45 minutes of cardio or something is going to lift my spirits. That's the last thing I want to do. I just want to like lay there and wallow in my misery. And uh, similarly, meditation, it, it's it's funny, right? Because it's, it's not really like um, traditionally rewarding, or at least not in the sense... Like, it's not rewarding, like, I'm going to go treat myself to a coffee. And you go out and get, like, a nice silly coffee drink with, like, a huge dollop of whipped cream on top. No, sitting down to meditate is, like, telling yourself you're going to get a coffee, but you don't. But you did. You know what I'm saying? Okay, maybe I'm not making a bunch of sense. I I don't really know. I'm not a, a meditation expert. But I've been trying it a lot recently, and it's been helping with all sorts of stuff. It really helps me to, like, kind of sort through my thoughts for the day. Clearly, I didn't meditate before I started this podcast intro. I'm all over the place. Okay, Um, but I'm excited to share this interview with Eric and his perspectives on his tinnitus and the role of meditation and and just all sorts of interesting stuff comes up uh, in our conversation. I, I I think you might find it helpful, like I found it helpful. Uh, speaking of meditation, I, dudes and dudettes and everyone in between, I'm so sorry for not uh, sharing what I to me in my tinnitus world is like some of the biggest, most exciting news. There's a new episode of Tinnitus Talk out. I, I feel a little awkward promoting another podcast on this show, but it's not like there's a tinnitus podcast competition going on yet or anything, but... Man, I love that show and everything they do. If you haven't already checked it out, Tinnitus Talk, uh, the website has all sorts of forums and chat rooms going on, Uh, lots of peer-to-peer conversations there, but also a really phenomenal podcast with just a great, amazing level of production quality to it. The folks there uh, go through all the trouble to transcribe every episode, which just, and, and they make sure to focus on, like, just some of the best content there is out there. They're always bringing you, like, the best quality news about tinnitus. Sorry if it sounds like I'm uh, just gushing about someone else's show, but I really love Tinnitus Talk. And their newest episode talks about. Uh, I don't want to give it all away. You really should go listen to it. But uh, Brian Fargo, who's a video game developer, uh, is this is this person who was in the news recently because he donated a million dollars to tinnitus research, um, and he teamed up with this doctor, Doctor Hamid Jalilian. And in this really cool interview, they talk with Brian Fargo and all the efforts he's taken 
to deal with his tinnitus. He's a, a very successful video game developer, and he's had uh, all the funds in the world to throw at his tinnitus, and he still hasn't fixed it, you know. Uh, and he said of all the things that he's worked on so far, one of the most helpful things is meditation. So a really cool listen there. I super strongly suggest you go check out that episode of Tinnitus Talk. Go check out the whole show. Gobble it up. It's it's just a great, great, great resource if you are a person living with tinnitus. Or, you know, as always, we really would love to bring non-tinnitus folk into the whole conversation because I think that's going to be a real key to addressing tinnitus overall and helping to, um, you know, change the future, if you will. Prevention is the way. Yeah, like how do we get the message out to folks, seriously, that you got to take care of your ears without admonishing folks? Because there are plenty of people in my life who see me putting in my earplugs, preaching about loud noise exposure, yada, yada, yada. I'm starting to feel like I'm annoying everyone. And yet I see people just sticking their head next to this loud noise as if they're immune to it. I had a friend who who is very much in tune with my whole tinnitus struggle. In fact, uh, connected me with someone who has tinnitus just so we could have an interview. And they just told me about how they went to a super loud rock show, no hearing protection. And, I, you know, I don't want to chew them out or anything. Live your life. But why, why does everyone feel... It, it, that's the deal. We talked about this in last week's episode with Chris Devine, that you, you feel invincible, right, until you're not. And especially when you're younger. G.S. Lewis. I thought I... I, I didn't even think I'd make it this long when I was younger. And <sighs> how things have changed, right? I'm starting to look out a couple years in the future. What's the future going to be like with me and tinnitus? What are we going to do going forward? What What's it? Uh... <sighs> what, do, what do you guys think? You think about, you think in terms of... Uh, tinnitus cures in the future it it seems like we're almost there right but maybe we've been almost there for for years now and we're really not going to get there till we get there y'all been following news about uh Neuralink, you know uh elon's whole uh brain implant device technology stuff i think they had something out recently about how he was he was making claims that Neuralink would be able to cure tinnitus. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. If it works, you know. I don't know. That, that go back, go and listen to that Brian Fargo, um, Hamid Jalilian interview on Tinnitus Talk. Just just go listen to it because I think it's relevant. All right, um, let's let's not waste too much time here. Uh, let's do some celebrity tinnitus news. 
I won't go too far into it today, but, uh, you know, misery loves company, right? And I spend a lot of time, I guess, looking for company. A name I recently added to the list of celebrities of tinnitus, Bill Burr, the comedian. Uh, I just had a hunch. Guy's been performing on stages for years and years. He's kind of famous for having sort of this, like, angry thing as part of his act. I know uh, I've had some anger issues in the past. I was like, hey, that's one link. And I know he loves, he's been playing drums lately. I've played some drums. He's been flying helicopters. I don't really fly helicopters. But one flew over town the other day. I think it was a training exercise or something for the hospital. And that helicopter was loud, like really loud, loud. And um, sure enough, did some of my searching. And in an episode of his podcast, uh, the Monday morning, Thursday afternoon podcast, Bill Burr says he got tinnitus back in November of 2020 um, after... He was out on the, is it called the tarmac when it's a small airport? I think it is, right? Anyway, he's on, he's said he was about to go fly and there was a plane not too far off starting up its engines and boom, he, uh, he said it was suddenly really loud and his ears were ringing and ringing and ringing. He followed up in another episode like a week later and kind of ruminated on psychedelics for tinnitus as one potential cure that was that was two years ago uh go look it up for yourself i thought it was an interesting perspective he says something along the lines of like my life's pretty good what am i gonna do sit here and complain and maybe maybe a bit of a of a tough guy attitude but all the same uh you know, I, I I definitely found myself talking about wallowing Whoa. early on in my tinnitus days. Uh, just just stuck, stuck in the goo and the self-loathing and the, the guilt tripping and all this about tinnitus. And I realized at some point I needed to be a little forgiving to myself. I think I've mentioned this quote before. Uh, it's an Ian Mackay quote from Fugazi. Yeah, I remember hoping to hear some news from the Discord label about some of those folks who are passionate about their punk. And as is common in the music world, people who are passionate about their punk don't always, uh, they are not always as passionate about their earplugs. So there's this article online about this this Discord Records alum, and he went to Ian McKay for advice about his tinnitus, and apparently Ian told him, people are born perfect, and when we die, we leave a little banged up. Eh, that was kind of, I think about that quote a lot, and um, Bill Burr's sentiment is kind of similar. Uh, but yeah, Bill Burr talks about hearing that that taking psilocybin might help with tinnitus. He says he just wants the part that fixes the tinnitus, not the part that makes you trip or whatever. Um, 
but I think the two go hand in hand. I've talked about psilocybin and tinnitus before. I think there's some interesting leads there. Uh, but, you know, I'm no scientist. I don't know nothing. But I did get sent by a friend this little bit on the tinnitus talk forums. Uh, sorry, tinnitus talk forums about psilocybin that it's an entry on the forums dated December 14th, 2017. So nothing too new or anything. Uh, it's titled basically cured with psilocybin. And it's this person who says that they work in loud clubs and everything and that they ate a gram of penis envy mushrooms and Quote, my tinnitus was noticeably better, at least 50%, I would say. The following week, with my tinnitus much better and feeling encouraged, I ate about 2.5 grams of more of the same penis envy mushrooms. Tinnitus totally reduced to the point that I only hear it when I lay down with my ear on my pillow. And then the first reply, thanks for the info. Very interesting. Never heard of penis envy mushrooms. Where can you buy them from? Can we use ordinary mushrooms instead? Yeah, like some, some white button mushrooms on your salad. Gonna take your tinnitus away. Salad. You know, I've been eating a lot more uh, fresh produce and less refined foods and stuff. I, I'm sure you y'all have heard the, the inflammation talk in regards to tinnitus. I've been trying to work on the inflammation. But man, you wave a chocolate chip cookie in front of my face, I'll say, screw that inflammation. And stuff that cookie in my face, man. I'll take it. Because I got a cookie problem. And an ice cream problem. I love ice cream. And I feel like ice cream is like maybe the most... That's probably terrible for tinnitus. Anyway, I'm, I am just rambling here today. ACDC. Brian Johnson. Famously has tinnitus. Claims he didn't get it from being in ACDC, which is a really loud band. You ever seen that, um, what year is it, like early 90s Live at Donington concert where halfway through the show, Angus Young is like shot through the crowd on a golf cart and then he emerges on this pillar that rises above the audience and he does this, this crazy solo on this pillar and he's like almost falling off onto people that band is so freaking loud and you're gonna tell me that angus young he says he has no problems with his hearing and brian johnson you're gonna tell me that you got that tinnitus not from being in one of the hardest rocking loudest live bands of all time you didn't get it from that but you got it from racing a car i don't think so i don't think so Jimmy Page, too. He says he doesn't have tinnitus. I, I wonder. He says he never wore earplugs. You ever watch the sound? The song remains the same? That's a ripping, ripping performance. I remember being super surprised as a kid at how, like, kind of silly Jimmy Page was up on stage. Like, he's wearing those, those like, cow print pants, and he's, he does this cool, like, kind of scoot he wears his Les Paul super hung low, and then he's just like scooting around stage. I mean, just standing next to John Bonham for one year alone, two years, ten years, how long was Zeppelin together? The Yardbirds. 
Jimmy Page is in the Yardbirds for a spell. Jeff Beck, he's got tinnitus. Everyone in that band has to have tinnitus. Listen to any live Yardbirds recording. You can tell those folks were ripping it up. My brain is just going off. Firing on all cylinders today. Um, So, I don't know. I don't want to waste any more of y'all's time with my tinnitus gossip. Let's go into the talk with Eric about his tinnitus and his very interesting perspectives about tinnitus and meditation. And uh, let's see, let's see what comes of this. Eric, you reached out and you told me you have tinnitus, which kind of surprised me. Yeah. I know I'm a loud guy. I know you've appreciated loud music in the past, but you you always struck me as like kind of a a quiet guy. <laughs> Do you think your tinnitus came from loud music exposure? Or oh, loud absolutely. Music? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I lived in, in show houses, like collective collectives in Worcester that would book shows like huge shows and little shows, you know, noise shows, hardcore shows, the whole gamut. And, uh, I never used ear protection and, uh, yeah, I I pay for it now. <laughs> yeah. You know, when we used to work together, I, I know I was aware of having tinnitus. It certainly wasn't as bad as it is for me now. I don't know. I was surprised it never came up. So how long have you had tinnitus? Yeah, I, I got it. You know, I I could hear it like in and out as I was living in these show houses, you know, in my 20s, about 10 or so years ago. And uh you know, I'd wake up in the morning and I'd I'd hear some ringing, but it would go away, you know, kind of on and off. But then like, I'd say like five years ago, I went to this, there's this event in Worcester every New Year's Day, every year they have this thing called noise brunch, where it's just like noise bands from 10 a.m. till midnight on New Year's Day. And I just like went to hang out with some friends and, you know, see some stupid noise music. And uh, I was like waiting for the bathroom and the bathroom was like right next to the PA speakers. Oh no. And I was just sitting there waiting and whoever was, was playing just like triggered some sound that was like the loudest, most ear piercing sound. And I'd never heard anything that abrasive. And I just immediately blocked my ears and like left without going to the bathroom and that was like the linchpin, you know, and after that, I've, I've had it nonstop, you know, since then. Oh, <laughs> has it, has it changed at all in that time? I mean, no, it's like, it's always there if I'm aware of it. It's like, uh-huh. you know, I'll hear it in at night and in the morning when it's quiet, but like, you know, when, when the, the sounds of the day start happening, I don't really tune into it. You know, it's like, if I, if I'm aware of it, I can hear it whenever I want, but yeah 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 i i i sometimes even fool myself like if i have a really good day like today i had a good day i was out and about the weather was agreeable i was enjoying listening to podcasts and doing whatever and i was like holy shit i don't have tinnitus anymore and then like (laughs) i got i got out of the car and it was quiet where i was and i was like oh no i it's still there um so 
uh, does it like cause you any distress or anything? What's your relationship with your tinnitus? Yeah, I feel like that's something that's been really interesting for me along this ride because like, you know, at first I was like, you know, I don't know who this noise performer was, but I hate him, you know, he, uh-huh, he ruined yeah. my life. <laughs> and like, you know, I've always hated like this, like abrasive noise music. Yeah. Aside from Pepper Grinder, of course. <laughs> Ani was playing it last night and I was like, Jesus, what the hell was I thinking? Like, it was crazy. Yeah. But like, yeah, when I go to a show, the noise music, I'm just like, ah, I don't care about this. And yeah, there's like some relationship to like certain things that I like, just like, no. But what's been interesting for me is, you know, between working at, at the farm with you, I I had been working at this meditation center. I'd, I'd gone on many meditation retreats, like silent meditation retreats. That's a great practice ground for working with this nonstop ringing in your ear that, you know, as much as you want to be as quiet and serene as you can, there's always this screeching, high-pitched ringing, you know. Mm-hmm. So I've learned to really you know, get curious with it and befriend it more than maybe some people who just are like, ah, this sucks. I hate this, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. With the meditation background, uh, I could imagine is a really helpful way to like start because often people end up turning to meditation after the fact. And that is, you know, understandably kind of a trickier way of going about it. Um, so, I mean, it's cool. Have you had any, I mean, obviously I geek out about it. I know I don't expect everyone to geek out about it, but like, have you like explored or had any sort of like interactions with tinnitus and meditation or anything that? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, tinnitus has been it's been like a, a great, a great way to practice just understanding so many, so many things outside of just like a ringing in your ears. I think one of the first things that really got me super curious about it was reading this book about this Buddhist concept about emptiness and how everything is like, you know, everything is just concepts there. Everything is, is, is empty. We, we just build these these ideas like time and whatever. Um, and reading this book about emptiness, he, he goes into like learning about research around where are dreams formed and where are like imagery in your brain. If you're an artist who paints or illustrates, you have this idea in your brain and you, you draw it, you paint it out. And it's, where, is, where does that imagery live in your brain? And the research has shown that it it doesn't live anywhere. They have yet to find where it lives. It's like the same thing with, with sound. And where does the sound go in your brain when it enters your brain? It's when you when you meditate, a lot of teachers will like ring a bell to to practice, okay, listen to the sound and where does it go inside of you? And when does it end? When does it begin? what happens with that sound while it enters your brain. You know, if, if you really practice meditation really deeply, it's like everything is empty and 
with tinnitus, this ringing that's always inside of you, where is this happening and where is it going? And where are you getting all these ideas about it? It's just like, Whoa. Yeah. (laughs) I I love that. Um, Yeah. Viewing tinnitus as an external bother or as like an uninvited guest to your party it is so obviously going to become a nuisance. And then, you know, just learning to, I I don't even know if acceptance is exactly the right word because it almost sounds like you're still affording it space, but just to, just to uh, like let yourself allow it to be, it's such a relief. I, I experienced like glimmers of that, while I still am all up and down and side to side with my tinnitus and everything, but I don't know. I just had this glimmer yesterday where for a minute I was like, this is it. This is, this is what it's going to be like. And, and granting myself permission to just like not freak out about it was, it was really cool. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm rambling too much, but uh, that that's really cool. What you said, what's the name of that book? I think it's just called emptiness. Hell yeah. And it's by this guy. His, his name is Guy Armstrong. Cool. Yeah. I, I've really been wanting to like dig more into that. One of the first, I was listening to a lot of uh, like Duncan Trussell when my tinnitus first came on. And so I immediately started looking towards like Ram Das quotes about tinnitus. <laughs> and um the only the the one that kept popping up was this quote that said something about uh, let me see if I can find it. The quieter you become, the more you can hear. Yeah. And I, I you know, for my end, I feel like what it's done is helped me to turn down the the din in my life, like all the distractions and all the things that made my life up until that point this like rowdy party uh it's it's like the party's clearing out and you know the 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 people i still want to be there are still there and the making sure my furniture is in place and everything and um i don't know that's been kind of weird It, it, it still sounds corny sometimes when i hear myself saying it i'm like yeah tonight this is it's actually great. Like that's, yeah. <laughs> that, that's not exactly the case, but um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like, yeah, just to comment on some things you said, this feeling of tonight as being something that you hate, that you need to like push away. And there are moments where you can be with it and just accept it. It, it reminds me a lot of when you meditate, getting an itch on, on your body. Yeah, you can totally just be like, oh, I'm itchy. I need to scratch that and just scratch it and it's gone or whatever. Or, you know, what's an itch going to do to you? It's not going to kill you. Why don't you just get curious? Don't push it away and like react and just sit with it and get curious and like really like think about what's going on with that itch. Okay, I can be with this itch right now. It's it's not going to do anything to me what are the sensations going on? Okay. There's like this tingly where it it hurts and then it doesn't, it hurts and it doesn't like very, very quickly. And if there's like heat and there's like all this stuff going on coming and going constantly, and then you watch it just like disappear Mm -hmm. and it just dissipates. 
Yeah. And it's like, you know, you can, you can get curious and friendly with tinnitus like that. Just if you don't just knee jerk, push it away and just sit with it and get curious, like, where is this coming from? You're not going to know where it comes from. Nobody does. But if you think about it, it's like, okay, it comes from like a ruptured eardrum. Like, what is that? And it's like, okay, a ruptured eardrum. How is that making this sound? It's, you can just keep asking it questions and just getting interested instead of hating it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The, the itching thing, uh, I've just started my whole thing with meditation and every time I sit down to meditate and I feel an itch, <clears throat> I honestly think, oh, that's my, that's some, uh, older part of me trying to sabotage this moment that's that's this more (laughs) anxious version of myself trying to go like anything but sitting here and being with yourself and so that's it's been interesting occasionally if i'm just settling into it i'll i'll catch myself like a second after i've scratched and i've gone like oh oops and but (laughs) you know it's not a big deal but yeah. it, it, I, I've thought exactly the same thing. Like this itch isn't going to kill you. And wouldn't it be so cool if I could be itchy and not itch? But, you know. No, I, I itch myself when I meditate. You know, if you if you want to just do it, you know, and don't hate yourself. That's the thing. Yeah. Don't get angry that you you gave in to your body or whatever. Right, 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 right. Um, are you still playing music? No. Yeah. No, I gave that up a lot a long time ago. I I don't know. I've never been super diligent in learning and, and playing music. It's it's like a fun thing for me, but I'm that's just not where my interests are these days. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, mean, I don't I go to shows anymore. I'm I'm not a night owl. Yeah. The loud the loudness is just whew, it's too much. Yeah. yeah, I mean I've I've gone to more shows recently than i think i did even before i like in in a similar span of time before i had really bad tinnitus and it's been an interesting thing i think i'm like half challenging myself half of it is also just uh acknowledging requests from friends to join them in a event or something but yeah very very interesting as as i noticed my reactions deep in my body to the loud sound whereas it used to be a thing that i so craved like i really needed it i would like run to loud sound and um yeah i saw uh the i went to this like kind of heavier show the other night and the heaviness of that sound was was anxiety inducing not because of my tinnitus necessarily uh, because I had the maximum amount of ear protection, but I could feel it in my body. And I was like, whoa, what is this? And so that's been an interesting change in my whole relationship to music and music making. And what is, how how do you appreciate music if it's so loud all the time? And I don't know. Yeah, I'm curious how you feel in your body. Because for me, when I'm in a really intense loud place it's i don't feel it in my body as much as you know there's it just gets to the point where my ears peak and it's just yeah. and sound just turns into garble and 
I can't focus on anything because I can't hear anything. Yeah. But like a body sense isn't something I've really experienced, it seems. Well, I mean, in my case, my ears are pretty well protected because at the case in the case of that heavy show, I had foam earplugs in my ears and over ear earmuffs. I was walking around the venue looking like that. And um, there was this moment when the bass notes were hitting so hard that I could feel this weird sort of resonance with my tinnitus. I described it recently as like, this ring modulator feeling like it was making the ring kind of buzz in my head. And so that was, that was nerve wracking, but yeah, just to feel that the kick drum through a PA, you mentioned that PA at the show, PA speakers at small venues have been the scariest part of, of going out for me lately. Cause they seem like so unregulated. I, you know, like people don't seem to under, I went to a comedy show and they, someone just as they were setting up rather hastily, they cranked up the PA like as loud as they could. And so every plosive sound that a performer made would just like rattle the room. And, and I had my decibel meter out and it was like 95 decibels you know, when someone's just talking about feeding their cat or something and everyone's just sitting there and like, yeah, this is great. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's like, it reminds me of like, uh, like at this meditation center, you know, obviously there's no sensitivity, like concern about sound, but, but, but smells like scents and everything. People are so sensitive to scent. Like it's a completely unscented place. And if like somebody uses a conditioner, that's scented in a public bathroom, like, you know, there'll be a note on the board, like, please don't use scented stuff. Uh, and it's like with tinnitus going to a club, like, you know, with tinnitus, you just have so much more sensitivity to the, to the range of decibels that nobody else really thinks of. And they're just like, Oh, you're just sensitive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. been a whole thing that I'm trying to deal with because I used to be, sort of be like that. People used to ask me to turn it down and I'd be like, Oh, you're just being sensitive. And now yeah. I'm like, so I'm such a crusader for sensitivity now. Like, yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I know that I've like experienced like a bunch of high, like hyper vigilance and stuff when it comes to my ears and my ear protection, it sounds like, and I, I don't mean this in a bad way. I almost like wish I could be like that. It sounds like you don't walk around with earplugs everywhere. And occasionally you find yourself in a noisy environment and you just extract yourself from it. Yeah. yeah. That's been my relationship. Like when I was getting a little more concerned after not using any protection at shows, I, you know, when I was in a band, you know, in our practice space with closed doors, I was like, I need something. And for, for me, the biggest hurdle with like ear protection is earplugs. I've always had a hard time with getting earplugs in my ear and them actually working. I don't know if it's just my ears are weird shaped or something, but they never stay in and I'm just like distracted the whole time trying to get them in there. So, um, and that, and I just gave up 
And then, so being in a band, I, I got some noise canceling headphones to use for band practice, but, um, that's like the only time I've ever used anything to protect my ears. Mm -hmm. And yeah, since then I just kind of, I, I avoid those spaces and yeah, I, I extract myself for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like on the day to day, how often would you say tinnitus like affects you or are you reminded of your tinnitus or like, do you do anything to accommodate for it uh, on the regular? Yeah, I, I really, I don't do much for it. I never have. It's just like, you know, I didn't use much ear protection and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to screw my ears up. And then I did. And I was like, well, my ears are screwed up now. And, you know, it's like, I, I'm aware of it for sure. It's like, even talking to you on this, like I can hear my ears peaking and oh, wow. turning, turning to white noise sometimes like, um, like it, it comes up, it comes and goes. And, um, but it, I, I feel like my relationship is just like, well, this is how it is, you know, that's, that's about it. Like if I go to a, like a loud restaurant, it, it really sucks. Like if I'm, trying to be present with whoever I'm with, I just can't hear anything. And, and like, I start squirming and I just want to leave because I just, the music's loud, everyone's talking loud and I just get angry, you know? Yeah. 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 We went out to eat last night and there was a, uh, in a really small restaurant and there was a family celebrating someone's graduation or something. And, um, they, at one point they even bizarrely apologized for being super loud to the whole restaurant. It was small enough. They could have done that, but then they just immediately after screamed and did like a really super solid clap. <laughs> and I found myself squirming and kind of like holding my earplugs in my hand. Cause I, I travel with them at all times. Um, but all the same, I think it is kind of cool uh, you know, I, I know that I've perhaps risked over educating myself on tinnitus and, and being super adamant about it. But I also think it's really cool when I hear of someone who is aware that it's whatever it is, they're possibly annoying result of loud noise exposure, but it isn't, they aren't letting it change their daily life that much or if it did change their life they just made the adjustments and are moving on with the adjustments like i know last summer was easy for me we ran into each other a couple times on the bike path because yeah. that's what i did i just i started getting outside and relaxing more i got a canoe this summer i'm gonna get out on the on the water so i'm pretty stoked about that yeah, yeah for me it's like like right around the time I got tinnitus, I shifted from this life of like going to shows and doing all this loud stuff to working at a meditation center. And yeah. it's like, I don't consciously think that the tinnitus like brought me to that because I needed the silence, but you know, maybe subconsciously I was guided towards there because I just needed some quiet space out in the middle of nowhere, you know, yeah. Yeah. and it's been really helpful. But, uh, and I've definitely like distanced myself from, you know, the loudness of like 
city restaurants and, and shows and stuff. Um, so it's not as present like tinnitus. It's it's kind of taken a, a background stance and I work with it with, you know, meditation or just daily life. And it's a lot more bearable. What are you practicing daily meditate or meditation regularly? Yeah, I mean, not daily, but yeah, a little bit here and there. Like I mostly just meditate when I'm on retreat. I'll do like a week long retreat and really put myself in there. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't typically meditate every day. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, that seems, I have a friend who's always inviting me to these silent retreats, like week long silent retreats. And I, I'm sort of interested. I mean, I have a hard time keeping my yap shut, but. I don't know. It's a, it seems kind of cool. And I, I didn't even anticipate when we were going into this, that you would have brought up this, this really cool angle on, on tinnitus and stuff. That's really neat. The meditation thing. Cause I talked to a friend of mine who, uh, he seemed kind of clueless. He was like, aware that he's had tinnitus for a long time, but he admittedly just did as little research as possible. He just wanted to be stubborn about it and kind of secretly hate it. But we had a conversation and as the conversation was going on, he kept like hinting at these ideas that a lot of the answer or solution or however you want to call it to to tinnitus is in this sort of I don't know, Eastern approach meditation and just like, like not trying to view it as like a Western medicine problem that you need to like solve. It's kind of funny. We're talking about all this meditation and stuff and you can see it on your screen, right? Like you, you look like you're bathed in this like white light. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I turn my screen off. I don't, I don't like looking at myself. (laughs) It's, it's pretty great. Um, (laughs) but um yeah something about tinnitus that i was thinking about before talking to you was like it just feels like yeah as much as it sucks it yeah it's just such a great tool for understanding such deeper things in life like you know tinnitus is a chronic a chronic thing that's going to be with you for life. There's no, there's no, nothing that will fix it. You're just kind of like, yep, that's it. I'm stuck with this. And it's just like, there's so many people who have chronic illnesses that they're stuck with for life that require going to get blood work every month and like biopsies and all this stuff that like really affects their daily life. And they have to like change their diets and all this stuff. And like, it's, tinnitus has it's felt like a great tool to like understand what it means to have a chronic ailment and not have those like effects of like completely ruining and like changing how you live your life and you can really just like learn how to have more compassion and a a better understanding of what other people work with Dude, to- totally. Um, being a 
fairly able-bodied person my whole life. Like that, I I remember in elementary school when a classmate would break their leg or something and they had to get the special treatment of like leaving class a little early so they could get to the bus or when we would do our vision tests i would sometimes try to one i always envied the kids who got to have a cast that everyone drew on i never broke any of my legs or anything um i i was jealous of my friend who had an asthma inhaler I was jealous of <laughs> of people who had glasses and stuff. I, I'm not exactly sure why um, that, you know, what it, I guess I'm thankful that I never had to deal with any of those things. But uh, when tinnitus came along, it, it affected me. But just like you said, I I'm fortunate that I don't have to get blood work done or go to the doctor regularly. I mean, I think it is sort of a bummer thing about the tinnitus world that, people who do go to doctors to have it addressed feel so frustrated when they leave the doctor's office because they basically tell them that there's nothing they can do about it. But um, yeah, it really has kind of opened my eyes to this whole world of uh, like what other people are going through. And it's been very, uh, I don't know if humbling is the word, but yeah, it's, 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 gotten me to slow my roll a bit and take some time to appreciate that we're all going through something or other. And um, yeah, I, I, I found that to be very fortunate. It's really affected the way I, I talk about, like I try to manage my self-talk about tinnitus. Like I don't say suffering or things like that. And um I try not to generally refer to people who are also dealing with tinnitus, like as if they're having a hard time with it. And just little things like that have just very much affected the way I look at the the world. It, it's very, very interesting. And it's an ongoing process. And like I said earlier, the the little glimmer of hope that I had yesterday where I thought for a minute, oh, tinnitus isn't so bad. It's been like the slow ratcheting of experiencing and feeling and understanding things like that. So that that is the upside of it. Yeah, it's like building a muscle, just like you, you get these little glimmers of of accepting it. And, you know, the more you have those experiences, the more you accept it. And it's like, you know, the sooner that, not the sooner, but just like the more you can accept it and the more you can learn from having tinnitus, the more you'll be able to be with something that might come on later in life when something like terminal or something more chronic happens in your life. Like you have these tools and these understandings of how you've been able to work with something more menial like tinnitus and you can implement those tools with something more serious, you know? Oh my gosh. That is so sick. Yeah. That's one of the lines uh, from my early days of cognitive behavioral therapy that I went through to manage my tinnitus distress was there was this one line that I was encouraged to repeat to myself. And it was something like I have tinnitus it's bad today. It might be bad today. It wasn't bad yesterday. And it doesn't mean that it will be bad tomorrow. There's something to that effect. Yeah. And just, yeah. just repeating that was 
you know, strangely strengthening. Dude, so cool. Um, Eric, our time's running out, but uh, I don't know. I just wanted to give you a chance to say anything else. If you had, you you've been wowing me with all these nice <laughs> perspectives. Yeah, it's been something that I've definitely, you know, I don't talk about it, but it's it's something that's inside of me, and I've been working with for years. And maybe that's why it doesn't come out much, is because I feel pretty pretty okay with where I'm at with it and and I accept it and you know I have my days where it's hard and I have my days where it's easy and that's just the way it's going to be forever <laughs> yeah 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 oh that's gosh. pretty much all I got well thanks thank you so much for sharing those perspectives I I it, really cool for for me to hear and I hope other people who hear it can get the same out of it yeah definitely i hope so and i i hope everyone can at least at some point be friends with their tinnitus no no that's (laughs) good we gotta end it there dude so good that's so good all right dude thank you so much all right thanks have a good Good to see you bye eric Bye. bye so there you have it folks Eric, thanks so much for coming on the show and talking about emptiness. I checked out some of that book, uh, pretty dense read, that um, that Guy Armstrong book. Heavy stuff, heavy stuff. I mean, it has been very interesting, the connections my mind has made uh, with tinnitus and all these other things and I know, but I, is it a slippery slope? Am I am I getting myself in trouble here thinking about tinnitus so much? I don't know. I, I do think there really is something in mindfulness, meditation, slowing it down, taking stock of what's going on, and how that all relates to one's tinnitus. Because I certainly know that when stress gets the best of me and I'm letting everything wash over me like that it it can be really overwhelming sometimes and taking a little time out of your day to do something with a little more intention like meditation has the ability to do for us um i i think that can have a really profound effect but also just all these little everyday things that i talk about like going on hikes and stuff like that that for me works a lot Making dinner, having a nice time making dinner, it's great. It's all its all just shifting. It, it used to be, for me, a process of, I don't know, I think I was running away into la-la land a lot. When I used to make my noise music, I'd get stoned and go on a walk in the woods and put a tape recorder up to a tree for like an hour, and I was, I was in heaven, but... You know, then I'd come in to the house and I'd take that tape recorder and plug it into a distortion pedal and let that sound just like flood my brain with stimulation. And well, we know where that got me. So it's all a process, baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. 
Uh, what else? Oh, Eric mentioned at one point this uh, this noise project that I had worked on called Pepper Grinder, where I took all these harsh industrial kitchen noises that I was around and turned it into this just grating, piercing uh, noise album. I mean, I, I thought it was pretty cool. It was, it was pretty uh, inspiring to to take part in that creative project but yeah when i was listening to it the other day there are these like high-pitched noises so loud and i was like what a what did i do to myself you ever look back i mean even non-tinnitus related you look back and you're like what the heck was i doing there uh youth Anyway, uh, we've heard enough talking from me today, and I got a lot of stuff I gotta go get working on. I hope you guys have a good rest of your week. I hope things are going swimmingly. Would love to hear from you. Uh, check us out on Instagram, and I'm working on more ways for y'all to get in touch. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of How I Got Tinnitus. Hope y'all stay tuned and join us next week. We got more episodes coming. So many cool interviews in the pipeline and super stoked. Uh, yeah. So, do I have a good sign off yet? Ba da ba da ba da ba da. All right. Later, y'all.